happy Tuesday, my beautiful souls listening to this podcast. I hope this week has started off well for you and that you're being treated beautifully um, and that whatever whatever shit you're working through, um, you're kind of finding that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, my name is Jem. Welcome to another episode of Life on Meta Podcast. I am your host, um, pretty much your co-pilot that navigates this ship, aka trip, that we take around the moon into ourselves. We kind of take a break from Earth and all of its earthly ways, and we just kind of process. We look at the life around us, and we process it and internalize it. Um, and just try to come up with a creative lens for it. So if you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, hey babe. I hope, uh, like I said before, that you're doing good. Um, so this episode will not be that long. And I know I say that for every episode that runs at least a half hour. But this one, um, I'm leaving the gym. I'm not at home in my usual setting. Uh, and this just kind of occurred to me. And I want to get it out now because I will forget all of the good points the second I get home. And that is the art of allowing. Um, Because it is an art to allow. At least for someone like me, I'm kind of a control freak. Um, And I didn't realize this until I got older. (laughs) Because I think as young women, we're like, what I'm not going to do is grow up to be like my mom. (laughs) And then you get older and you realize a few things. First, that your mom wasn't the devil. Your mom had her own shit going on. And um, second, these things are kind of inevitable. (laughs) They're kind of, you were kind of raised to be this way. Uh, You were kind of only shown one way of being for the first very impressionable half of your life. Um, And for me, one, just one of those many characteristics is control. Letting go of the need to always feel in control Um, because I feel like there's there's like I'm in control in a sense where I am um, I am very much in tune with my feelings to the situations around me therefore I'm able to kind of um, control what the outcome of my actions will be and then there is control in a sense of it needs to be this way or else I will freak the fuck out and go into full-on meltdown mode because there's I can't imagine it any other way besides it being this way and if it's not this way that means that there's something wrong and then panic 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 2319 before you know it you're having to call your mom or your sister or your best friend squid to calm you down and if you couldn't tell I resonate with the latter a lot um Because growing up in an unstable household, you wanted stability. That's all you wanted. And to the point where you were willing to hold on to everyone and everything and do everything you could do to keep your conditions one way because you know what it feels like to have them be thrown out of whack. And it's uncomfortable. And it's triggering. It's it's very triggering and it is very heavily tied into trauma. So when I was reading um, this passage in Women Who Run With Wolves, of course, got to plug that in because that's, that's pretty much, I'm almost finished with it, guys. After two years, your girl is almost finished with this book. But I'm telling you, this book, I pick it up 
whenever I just need a refresher, whenever the universe is like, we got a message for you, you got to hear this, um, it's time. So with me coming to the end of this book soon, it's like, wow, I wonder, I wonder what this symbolizes in my life, but we'll see it. Un- we'll watch it unfold. We'll allow it to unfold. But um, the art of allowing is exactly what it, what it sounds like. Um, it's kind of like learning the art of anything, the art of seduction, the art of self-love, the art of um, moving picture, the art of spoken word. The art of allowing is a practice, in my opinion, of kind of being um, learning how to be an active bystander in your life. And I, it's kind of an oxymoron because it's like active bystanders so what you want me to help but like from over here or you want me to think about helping or or like taking action but not actually doing it um it's kind of like when people talk about meditation I struggle with meditation um I struggle with clearing my brain out because my brain like (laughs) dead serious it's like a radio with a lot of stations always playing songs always playing podcasts news updates self-reflection all that shit so it's really hard it's really hard for me to get my mind to just shut up for a second long enough for me to truly get into my meditative zone but when I do get there oh my god it's it's like ecstasy and I've only been able to channel that a handful of times and um I'm only able to hold on to it for so long but again it's an art it's a practice but it's like when people talk about in meditation how you're not necessarily emptying your mind and clearing out your thoughts like that's nearly impossible you're a human being maybe monks can do it I don't I don't think it's as easy as it sounds but it's finding a way to kind of separate your higher self from your human brain my good friend well old old friend of mine growing up she used to always refer to like big brain and little brain and big brain was like the obvious things that are coming in you know what you can identify around you you know this person did this to me so I'm pissed off because you know that's the logical thing to do is to react and then little brain is like your subliminal brain that catches on to the smaller things that your big brain isn't really paying attention to so for meditation it's like channeling into little brain and just really being able to observe your thoughts that big brain is encountering and observe the feelings that big brain is feeling um, and then once you're done observing later on you can reflect on that and try to make sense of it but as humans we are trying to break down the situations in the moment we are trying to learn the why while it's happening whilst it we are going through it and um, it's really hard trying to understand that when it's happening because you're, you're, you're supposed to just allow, you're supposed to just feel. It's going to happen regardless. Time is, she's a ruthless, a ruthless entity. She will, she does not stop. Time is going to happen. Things are going to unfold. There's consequences to every action. And when I say the word consequence, I'm not saying consequence in like a negative aspect, like punishment. Consequence, like there's going to be a result for anything that you do, good or bad. It has to unfold. And 
you know, my grandma used to say something. I mean, everybody says this to, it's a good advice. It's a good piece of advice to give to people, but it's something that like my grandma would constantly try to beat into our heads growing up. But like crying about it and stressing about it does nothing besides upset your biology, throws off your homeostasis, and it throws off your mental health. It allows room for doubting when you start to panic and stress. And it's hard to not stress when, let's say, you get laid off of a job and you have rent coming up. Like, how do, you, how do I not stress? But there is, this is the meat and potatoes of this podcast. I grew up a pretty optimistic person. I was a very bright-eyed young little girl who strongly believed in magic, still do, but strongly believed in magic. And I thought I could wish myself out of any situation that was uncomfortable. And then I got older and things kind of, you know, happen. You get your heart broken you go through traumas you kind of realize that people are out for themselves romance is a gesture that people can put on but like it doesn't really hold weight to anything um and I kind of went into like this cynical negative outlook especially over this past year um I feel like situations that I was a part of pandemic grief it, it just really turned me into this person that I did not recognize anymore and I couldn't identify with and that was such a strange feeling not being able to identify with yourself because even even in my darkest most depressed moments you know your girl could still I could identify where I'm at I know exactly where I'm at I know what I'm feeling I kind of know why I'm feeling it but this was it was just anger it was like something was caught in my chest and no matter how hard I cried or coughed or yelled it wouldn't get out and I'm understanding why now that's a whole other episode that I may or may not make later on but for the sake of allowing we can kind of touch the surface and it's because I wasn't allowing it's because I was so scared of letting go of control of what I of what was in my immediate grasp in my life which was job relationship um, creative ambitions my weight my, like my, my, my physical health my mental health if, if any of those things if I could just keep all of them in a space that made me feel that continued to feed the way I was feeling which wasn't even necessarily happy it's not even like I was filled with joy I was lying to myself but I just couldn't bear to go through a different way of feeling I couldn't predict you know you can predict when you're depressed like this is it I'm depressed but when you reach this level of unfamiliarity and like you feel like a stranger to yourself I, I didn't know how I was going to react to certain situations anymore I couldn't predict that so I just tried to keep everything the same and I was blocking the fuck out of my blessings by doing that I was completely closing myself off to anything in my peripheral that was passing me by. There was no room for magic to present itself in my life because I was too busy shutting it down. I think that was the first time I was saying things like it's too good to be true. 
or there's no way that would happen for me. Like I, I was shitting on myself. I was comparing myself to other people. I was insecure. I was, I was just unraveling in every sense. And finally when shit hit the fan and like what was once being avoided was no longer avoidable. It was inevitable. We crashed into the wall. I had no choice but to allow because so many things, so, so much water had gotten into my lungs that I had to allow myself to just drown for a minute. You have been fighting waves, you have been swimming your ass off, and you have been tired and exhausted for over a year now, for years, to be completely honest. And it was because I wasn't allowing myself to just go through it. You know, in 2019, I changed my name and I was excited to become, to finally allow myself to become this woman that I know I am. It wasn't chasing her anymore. It wasn't trying to become her and wear her clothes and talk like her. It was just allowing her to come through. And then I blocked my blessings. I ignored feelings of of myself warning myself were fading away from self and I think the word purpose fucks me up fucks humans up and in general because we think we're supposed to be something we all have a purpose if you're on earth you're here for a reason and no your purpose does not have to be becoming a, a, an Oscar winning actress or a, a Grammy nominee you know it, it's not you do not have to achieve something for the world to approve of in order for you to have a purpose I'm gonna tell you that right now baby because I felt that way for the longest time that I didn't have a purpose unless everybody knew my fucking name and all that did was put me in the presence of people who did not care about me truly Put me in the presence of people who were willing to hurt me on purpose because they couldn't, they couldn't, um, I guess, articulate what they were feeling. It put me at risk physically. I put myself in spaces with men that did not value my body. Men that I've said no to that did not hear no the first time. I said no. It put me down a path that I thought I wanted because I thought, if I'm being honest, I thought it would bring me some sort of approval with my parents. That maybe if I was this level of success, they would actually care and pay attention. And it also, if you guys are not picking up the theme here it just put me in victim mode all the time because when you're trying to be somebody that you're not out of lack of purpose and out of lack of allowing in your life you have expectations of other people to view you and treat you a certain way and that's not fair to them because nobody owes you shit in life. Yes, decency is kind of owed and respect, but you know, that's if you're lucky, I guess. 
but nobody really owes you anything, babe. And that hurts. That hurts to hear, but it's true. Nobody owes you anything. And also, why would you put yourself through that? Why, why would it matter what somebody else thinks of you? You can't touch their opinion. Their opinion doesn't give you money or pay your bills. It doesn't cater to your good health. None of these things really affect... The opinions of other people are none of your business and it affects your life in no way unless you ask and then you allow then you allow that um, response to affect your character. So how do we shift out of that? How do we go back to trusting our compass and allowing ourselves to decide what is true in this reality? And something that I have been doing is no longer really sharing my business with people. Um, I know that for the next relationship that I'm in, you don't need to know everything about myself. Because to be completely honest, I don't want to be, I don't want that shit to be used against me again. And I don't, I personally don't think I need to be labeled by my traumas anymore. And I've been doing that. I've been kind of prefacing and preparing other people for me when it's like I deserve, Jem deserves a chance to be incredible and amazing and happy. And I'm just spotting the universe in these very, very small and sacred moments of synchronicity. <laughs> I quit my job, which y'all, I can't tell you how happy I am since I've quit my job. I've gotten two new jobs they are exactly what I was looking for and I'm allowing myself to feel all the hurt that I felt over the results of the last couple of months and it's I'm thankful for this because it's allowing me to transition into the next person baby when we hold on to things that no longer serve us, like all it's gonna do is weigh you down. All that is gonna do is weigh you the fuck down. The, it, the, when something is meant to leave your life, when someone, when a situation, when it's a job, when it's a pair of shoes, when, it, when, it, when it's ready to go, you gotta let it go. Because when you hold on to it, you're back in the waves. You're exerting that energy again. You're, you're drowning and you're just trying to make it work. And eventually you're going to have to hit rock bottom again. So why not just save yourself the rock bottom, learn the lesson, say thank you and let it go. Because the universe never takes away. The universe doesn't necessarily take away, but the universe never shifts things in your life without replacing it with something else. You're not a victim, I promise you. Nobody wants to take something from you. And it feels like something is being taken from you, but it's not. Something is being something else is being given to you. It's just a matter of how you look at it. So I had to ask myself, do I want to keep calling my mom every other night saying, Mom, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't want to be here. Or am I just... Am I just going to allow the universe to do what she does? And, and sometimes she does a little thing and it makes no fucking sense to me at all. But I, 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 I had my sad girl shit, but I, the universe has never deprived me of something. 
And if I am feeling deprived, it's because I gotta, I gotta fast for a little bit. I gotta feel the, the, the ocean floor, feel rock bottom. So I just know not to visit here anymore. I'd rather have to go through rock bottom a couple, not a couple, a few times, handful of times in my life than have one, one god awful rock bottom in my 40s. You know what I mean? No offense to anybody who goes through that at all. It's just me personally, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be in my 40s with my kids looking at me like mama's crazy as fuck. She's doing it again. So I'm just allowing myself to allow. And the cool thing about allowing is, you know, when you fill your time with productive thoughts, with nourishing things, with nourishing people and and soul food, like food for your soul, literally like music, dancing. And like, guys, I, I know it sounds so corny, but I like just do it. Just move around your house, move make ugly sounds with your mouth, make ugly shapes with your body, feel uncomfortable for a minute, just allow yourself to just kind of unfold, work out, write a poem that makes no sense, even if it's three lines. Start putting these things into practice, and when you're consistent with them, the art of allowing just kind of feels more natural and it kind of goes by faster in this sense because Like I said before, baby, time is going to do what time does and she is going to keep going. She is a beast. She is a machine that never stops. So as long as you're doing what you got to do to be to better yourself, whether three months goes by or six months goes by, time is going to go by. So give yourself a space, create a space for yourself to just allow life to do what it does and don't take that shit personal. That's the hardest thing. That's the biggest fucking key. Don't take that shit personal. Everything is literally happening for you. And if you just pretend that it does. Okay. For example, not to get too personal in my life. Y'all, my car took a shit on me. Took a shit on me. It's getting repaired. I was like, how could this happen? I have a couple jobs that I need transportation to get to, yada, yada, yada. All the news that I was getting just felt very hopeless. It just felt like I was, I was fucked. I was going to have to get a new car, what have you. My mom was like, yo, use my car. If you can get to Tucson, you can just use my car. I was like, cool. How am I going to get to my, uh, my mom's house on Mother's Day to go pick up her car in order for me to have this car for the week? And I'm telling you guys, synchronicity is crazy. The universe is trying to look out for you because my good friend, Squid, I love you, Squid, um, she reached out to me. And when I told her what was going on, she's like, let's fucking go. Let's go get your car. And it's little things like that that you could look at it and just be like, oh, it's a situation that worked out. But it's like, no, there are things that are unfolding in the background that we're unaware of. I'll wrap it up with this. It's like when you're watching a movie and you're watching one scene where a character is, I don't know, getting ready to go save the world, you know, and they're, they're failing in every aspect and their perspective. And, and on this side of the movie, nothing is working out. But if you look on the other side, let's say a character is trying to get a job, save the world is very broad. 
Um, let's say she's trying to get a job. She's not getting the call back. She's been waiting. They were like, we'll call you Wednesday. It's now Tuesday. And she's like, oh my God, I'm a failure. What the fuck was I thinking trying to get a new job? And then on the other side, in the other scene that's happening simultaneously with this character's story, you see the people, the hiring people, getting everybody's paperwork ready. And they're like, oh yeah, this candidate, our main character, this candidate is awesome. She was lovely, cool. So tomorrow we'll make the calls to let everybody know that they got the job. So, you know, we'll just let a day go by. And then to the hiring people, like a day ain't shit, you know, because they're not sitting by the phone waiting for the fu- the phone call of the fucking year. They're chilling. They're the ones that are hiring. And... You know, there's so many other scenes happening in the movie for this main character, but she is only seeing what is happening right in front of her. So just think of your life. Obviously, you're the main character, baby. It's you. This is your world. We're all just living in it. I'm only a reflection of you. Think of your life as this movie, that you're only visioning what is happening on set with your camera crew today, but you have no idea what they're doing at the next location for you in order to make the next scene flow better. Oh my God, look at that film analogy. I love that. (laughs) So baby, it's all working out for you. Allow it to work out for you. And it's hard. This is coming from a girl who's like crying every, every other night, feeling like her life is falling apart every other night, but also just really trying to allow myself to get into the headspace of accepting what I deserve. And that's happiness. You deserve to be happy. Allow yourself to be happy. Allow the universe to work out for you so you can be happy. We are all leveling up. We are all realizing that this life is for us, not against us. It is okay to allow yourself to be happy. Allow, 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 baby. All right, I'm going to go. I love you guys. It's time for me to get these errands done. Thank you so much for chilling with me today. Um, Like I said, I will be back. I'm not going to leave you guys hanging again. Um, And if you guys have any questions, if you just want to say hi, Instagram, my personal Instagram is at who TF is gem, who the fuck is gem, the fuck abbreviated. And then if you want to look at my pretty pictures, you already know my photography is at Gemini cricket with two T's. I appreciate y'all and I'll talk to you later.